So tomorrow is September 22nd, if you are listening to this as I have dropped it. You know what that means, right? (laughs) You might not. It means that there are 100 days left in 2023, starting tomorrow. And so I wanted to put this podcast out because I love sort of arbitrary challenges and time stamps that other people maybe don't recognize. (laughs) Maybe it's like a little rebel in me that I like to go against sort of that type A flow. Who starts things on a Friday? Who starts things on the 22nd of a month? We do and we can. (laughs) But when I say there's 100 days left in the year, what does that do to your brain? Do you get energized with this excitement of, oh my gosh, what could I do for 100 days? And your brain starts ticking off all these different ways you could make a difference before the year is over. Or do you go, 100 days, are you kidding me? Do you know what all I have to get done in the next 100 days that involves Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas and there's no way I could start something new and I'm just absolutely no, not going to touch anything. And then you give away this chance of what actually is left in the year. So I want to break down how to kind of combat both of those sort of defeating energies that we will get when we hear an arbitrary deadline like 100 days left in the year and see how we can take some actionable steps to really stick with a reasonable plan. Let's go for it. A wise person once said, everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it's stupid. Well, fish, quit trying to climb trees while getting advice from well-intentioned monkeys. It's time to jump in the water and learn how to swim with the current of your life. I'm Joy, a professional organizer, mom of four, and fellow fish brain. If you're looking for a place to get understanding, encouragement, and ideas for your home, that actually fit how your brain thinks, then I'm glad you're here. Let's ditch the type A advice and embrace what makes our brains and our homes unique. Together, we can have a joy-loving home. So a lot of this podcast is about decluttering and organizing and mindset for how to tackle things in our own sort of ADHD ways. But I love planning and productivity too. I like to try and tweak all the things that we typically hear from the type A monkey brains that this time we want to hear from, I want to tweak it so that our fish brains can jump into the same types of activities that a, that a type A monkey brain would do, but make them super fish brain friendly. I get tired of a lot of the, the productivity people saying, well, if it's on the calendar, that means it'll happen. Or <laughs> I guess more often we hear the if you don't put it on the calendar, it won't happen. And I always want to say, and if you do put it on the calendar, it still might not happen. But I never want to vilify the monkey brain type because their advice works for other monkey brains. We just need some fish advice. So today's podcast, don't think about so much as the what you want to do. I'll have some very general suggestions, but I guess more about how do we go about it so that our brains either don't get so excited and pile so many things on that we end up having one day where we mess up and it all fizzles out and we did 
three days worth of things out of the 100 days, or that we don't psych ourselves out of doing anything at all. And so it's so funny because it's really two different sides of the same coin of the way our brain can either rev up too fast or defeat too quickly. And so we're going to try and figure that sort of interesting in-between that will keep our brains engaged that contains enough loopholes that we can play catch up when we think we've missed the boat. There can't ever be an all or nothing without a loophole for our brain to catch up and still have a chance to keep going. So those are sort of the two directions I want to tackle. When I love to talk about productivity, I do want to circle back and let you know, because I had mentioned before I'm doing these magic mind shots where it's supposed to help sort of with some steady focus when I pair it with my coffee in the mornings. And it's interesting because I've now had longer chunks of doing it. And I can tell you, I do completely believe I'm noticing the difference between the days I take it and the days I don't. The unfortunate part for our brains is that if we forget a day, the magic mind science says that the more you take it, the more benefit you'll you'll receive. And so, you know, on day one, you might feel like you're kicking your cylinders in a little more and then day two, even more and day three, you're really starting to feel this flow. And so it's the instructions are to to keep going. I keep trying. Guys, two things have happened. One, my husband and my kids were so interested in trying it. And so they have like, I want to give it a go, which limits my supply (laughs) so that I couldn't do a full 30 days uninterrupted. But secondly, and by the way, they do love it. And my one kid who is the, the ADHD kid, he was so funny. He's at college and he took one back with him and he said, I'm going to take it on one of my longer days. And he, he texted me at the end of the day. He's like, number one, I like the taste. Number two, I would totally endorse this. I really had a great day. <laughs> so I think that's fabulous. But the benefit for me is it's always in my fridge. I'm trying to do that where I'm always pairing it with my coffee. I've done a great job on days when I'm here in my house working, but on client days, I'm a little more frazzled getting myself out the door with all the things I need for a client. And I keep forgetting it on a client day. And I'm like, I need to remember it on a client day to see how that feels in their homes. But anyway, still loving it. Uh, If you're still interested in maybe trying it, my link is still open and my code is still there. But the link, if you go to magicmind.com slash loving home and you put in the code SAHM20, which is stay at home mom 20. You can stack that code against the deals that they're doing and it gives you the most off if you get the the biggest subscription. Gets the the shots down to the smallest dollar amount per per shot. So anyway, just wanted to share that again because I know some of you are wondering an update. Back around to feeling productive. I want to say when you're thinking about what am I going to do for these next 100 days, I do want you to think about when am I the most productive? If you set yourself up to you want to do it first thing in the morning and then your morning gets frazzled, you won't do it. I, and I know a lot of sort of ADHD brains operate more on we are more energized into the evening. We're more of a night owl that likes to sleep in, typically. Again, all typical comments doesn't mean that's you, but find when your flow is the most focused and 
just do it then. Don't put a parameter on when you're going to do whatever this thing is that you've decided you're going to do over these next 100 days. Step one, just kind of go with the energy of your own body. Don't put a perimeter of time around it. Two, create it an idea in which, like, I don't like it to be, I'm going to work out every day for the next 100 days because you can't work out twice in one day to make up a missed day. The same goes for, I'm going to make my bed every day for the next 100 days and then you miss a day. You can't make your bed up twice. Trying to avoid something like that Maybe you literally sit down and do a brainstorm on your couch one evening and just write down one through a hundred on a piece of paper, write something like make my bed, scrub the master bathroom, scrub the guest bathroom, uh, change all the sheets. Do, you, know, you can do all these things around your house. Find 10 things to throw in the trash, find 10 things to donate, all these different little ideas Cut them all up, throw them in a in a bowl, and play crap bag with yourself. And that way, if you miss a day or you miss three days, you can reach in and grab three that day and still say by the end of the 100 days, if my bowl is empty, I did 100 things in 100 days. It doesn't have to be a thing per day. So that's one loophole I like for you to have for yourself. Try and make it something that you have the ability to have catch-ups, catch-up days. Next thing when we overthink it is don't come up with five things that you're going to try and do all the days. Like I said, come up with, maybe you don't even say I'm going to put 100 things in the bowl. Maybe you say I'm going to put 50 things in the bowl because if I can do 50 things across the next 100 days, that's still a huge accomplishment. That's one of the things to try and rev that brain with all these million ideas, slow it down or jot them down as individual unconnected events. For the, I don't want to give up because I'm going to think about how Halloween's there and Christmas is there and Thanksgiving's there and kids are out and we've got a weekend where we have to be here. And so now there's no way I can do these hundred days. So I'm not going to do any of it at all. Well, let's chunk this down to something reasonable. Just because it's 100 days doesn't mean 100 tasks need to be done. What if we say, I am going to do five 10-day challenges with myself. You look at the calendar and you pick these chunks of 10 days that are between major events that are happening. Or to make it even more flexible, ask yourself, can I do 10 five-day challenges in which maybe you're leaving any chance of weekends off or you go about that and you realize that's still going to interfere with a Thanksgiving trip or whatever. You can have it have a few of those five days over a weekend or maybe it doesn't have to be five consecutive days but you're going to do 10 different things five times and if that takes you eight days to do those five things so be it. I'm not big on consecutive. I'm much bigger on can I complete it in a certain amount of time. Try and think about that breakdown where you suddenly take something that feels like, I've got to repeat something a hundred times in a hundred days and what if I miss a day and oh no, to I am just on this five-day challenge and I'm not going to look up until I've done all five items and then I'm going to do a new five-day challenge. It will keep you more engaged and more interested. So to kind of help with these various little tweaks, 
I have decided to um, try and create a couple different worksheets. So one is if you wanted to do the five-day challenges, you can print that out. It has each of the days listed out, but it doesn't have the what. You would be writing it in each day of what you did. It gives you space where you can decide these are going to be the things I'm going to do across this five-day challenge. Then I did another one where it's just a sheet that says, this is my 100-day activity if you want to do where you come up with the ideas and throw them in a bowl. Just because I love the like sort of meditative coloring sheets. I put on these leaf designs where if you color in a section of leaf each time you do a task, by the end, the whole sheet will be colored because there's a hundred spots to color in. That one you could do if that one interests you. Or because it's cool, the leaves are two-sided, so each side counts as a hundred. If you're like, I'm only going to do 50 things in the next hundred days, each time you color in a complete leaf, not a side of a leaf. So it also will work as your 50-day worksheet. If you're interested in those and want to download them, give me till the end of today. I'm about to head off to a client's house and I need to shift out my website. But if you give me to the end of the day, you should be able to go on there and joylovinghome.com. There'll be a little pop-up where you can download these worksheets. If for some reason I'm having tech issues and you're like, oh, I really want these sheets and I've tried and I can't get to them on her website, email me, just joy at joylovinghome.com and I will email them back to you. I have no issue sitting down tonight and doing that. Try the website first. If that's a no-go, then sincerely email me and I'll sit down tonight and I'll just email worksheets out to people. So, all right, I'm going to stop there so that you can start brainstorming what your hundred things would be or what your five different five challenges would be. On one of the worksheets, just as an example, I even, one of the things I never do and it bugs me from time to time is like around the doorknob gets gross or around a light switch gets gross or things like that. And I'm like, I never have ever counted how many light switches and doorknobs I have. At the bottom of one of them, I literally put boxes where you could do tally marks of what if I actually just scrub around a doorknob or scrub around a light switch every day for the next 100 days? Would I have more or less than the 100 and I can tally mark it up? I don't know, just an idea. If you have any of those sort of nagging things that you're like, I am never going to get my house clean enough to worry about a light switch, this just gives you an excuse to maybe tackle it, but not feel like you have to spend a whole day tackling light switches. I don't know. Just a thought when my brain was brainstorming this worksheet. Okay, I'll stop there. Remember the link to get to Magic Mind will be in the show notes with the code SAHM20. And until next time, continue to choose joy.